Welcome to the third and final instalment of this year's Eurobliss Annual Marathon Preview Show. I am still here with Mark and Juan. We've not killed each other yet, but we're close to it. Um, there's a quiche all over the floor and there's no wet wipes left. It's getting very, very tense. We've previewed 26 songs. We've lost our minds a long time ago and we've got 40 more songs to go. So if you missed either of our stunning and comparatively sober first two preview shows, <laughs> get the answer our archives, archives, it's a new word for you, chop chop, <laughs> on www.mixcloud.com forward slash Eurobliss. Well done. <laughs> Pour me a drink. Uh, onwards and upwards, let's bash this last load out while we are all, well, still breathing. Um, so these last lot of songs were all released within a week of each other just before the song submission deadline on March the 14th. It was like a musical tsunami. And you've heard of the expression, the best is yet to come? Yes. Tough shit. So kicking off this last bunch, <laughs> we head to a place called Serbia. And already in the studio, I can just feel the confusion. They are, uh, Serbia, ooh, are providing us with this year's What the Fuck moment. The song has a Latin title, Incorpore Sana, which, of course, you did Latin at school, so you will all know that it translates <laughs> as In a Healthy Body. It's written and performed by 43-year-old Anna Duric, a.k.a. Konstratka. That's so hard to say, trust me. It was the shock, surprise, shock, shock, oh, my God, surprise, shock. Winner of the Serbian national final, winning both the televote and the jury vote. And the one thing you can say about this is that it is original. But it's more kind of performance art than Eurovision. But, crucially, it works. And the visual is quite remarkable. It's even captivating. And soap features heavily. But I'll leave the comments for these two, who are both foaming at the mouth. Do you like what I did there? <laughs> uh, but before we play the song, here's a sample lyric to get you in the mood. This is the lyric, by the way. What is the secret to Meghan Markle's healthy hair? I think it's all about deep hydration. Play the song! Hydratacija Kažu da Na koži i kosi se jasno vidi sve Recimo tamni kotovi okoči Ukazuju na probleme s jetrom Plake oko sa nama Šta uvećana slezina Uvećana slezina Nije dobra, nije lepa A umetnica mora biti zdrava Biti zdrava Broim korki, suknja ide oko noge moje Mi šetamo, 
i to je sve I ne mora bolje, srce samo kuca Pa kako da me prate Um, apparently she's criticising the Serbian healthcare system to music, which is quite interesting, but by far the best of the Balkan entries. Arguably the most original song in the whole of this year's contest. Uh, stunningly staged with great pace and intercutting and camera work. Uh, this hypnotic presence of her. She doesn't move apart from just sitting on a chair with her hands in a bowl, washing her hands. But she <laughs> she, she absolutely has um, a direct line into that camera and takes you with her extraordinary expressive absolutely. eyes. Um, and also, amidst all the blandness that we've talked about in some of the other songs and the kind of, oh, we've heard it all before. I mean, here's a song with a message. I mean, the whole idea, USA... Uh, people don't get access to public health and die because of the fact that elites control the healthcare system. It's a very strong message. And therefore, I see this doing potentially very well with juries as well as a televote. I'm thinking sort of lower end of top 10, potentially. Oh, um, I don't Interesting. understand a word she is saying. It's Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. Maybe Meghan Markle, actually. But honestly, I don't need to. She uses her voice so effectively. She's so deadpan, and yet there are variations in her voice that give you clues that she's being ironic, that she is intellectualizing something. And just the sheer artistic strength and balls it takes to do something like this and not even flinch the tiniest little bit makes me <laughs> love she, her. She's so deadpan. Not even. Like... <laughs> And also the fact that she's a woman who has such powerful presence while she's basically just washing her hands on a chair is hypnotic, actually. She's so committed and confident in what she does. I'm totally sold without even understanding a word. Uh, and the song, maybe it's not amazing on its own, but it is what it needs to be for the performance to work. This absolutely deserves to be in the final. It's a fun and interesting entry a bit of Eurovision brain fiber to help digest all that fast food pop. Yeah, she looks like she's reading the news, don't you think? She's <laughs> just, just sitting there. 
Um, okay, France. Woohoo! They're up next. Once kings of musical Europe, their results have suffered since their golden days of the 60s and the 70s. However, after a string of substandard results, they very randomly came second last year, which was their best result for 30 years. So on the back of that, they've kept the same national final format, C'est vous qui décide. There was 10 songs, and winning both the jury and the televote was 28-year-old Alvan, who is slightly a bit apt. Absolutely, completely gorgeous and a little bit mad. And I, uh, I, I, H E Z, I, you don't pronounce the Z or the H, a female French vocal trio from Brittany. They've written their own song, it'll be sung in Breton. It's called Foulel, it means spark. Good to see the French taking a bit of a risk and not just copying voila from last year. And I'm sure my troupe will agree with me. They deserve some credit for trying something completely different. This is Celtic Techno. Bring it on. If they can source the performance, that should do quite well. Um, there's some great lyricism about um, the words in the song. It, it's it's almost like pagan um, 
Celtic, you know, I dance ignoring the wild animals. I steal the fire from their lustful eyes. Oof. Ooh. Um, Oof. She dances with the devil, so what? I mean, it's very challenging. Great that France hasn't, after last year's um, Edith Piaf performance from <laughs> Barbara Pravi, gone down the soulful, ballad, intense female vocalist route and gone for something. And in Brit Britain as well, I mean, the only other second time that the French have... Sent, 1996, you're right. That's finally the second time, which was great. In, in a Eurovision where the Dutch are singing in Dutch, the Icelandic entries in their own language, this is in Britain, it's great to see these languages coming back into the fore. Um, if this, if they nail the staging in a vibrant go-a-shum sort of way, which I, a lot of the vibe for the song mm. reminds me of that from last year, I think this has top ten, solid top ten prospects. Absolutely. I really, really like the studio cuts. I love the blend of like Celtic instrumentation and the mystery of it all and the modern modern beats. Like you said, it really echoes of Shum from last year and also Tanshugeiras from Benidorm Fest this year. But I have to say, before listening to the studio cut, I saw the live and I was not impressed. I only started to really like it once I heard the studio version. They really need to work on the timing of their voices. To me, it just sounded like kind of a mess. Uh, the <laughs> girls' voices don't blend very well with the guys. Um, but that could just be a mixing issue. And sometimes they're so off time with each other, I couldn't distinguish the melody. Also presentation-wise, the girls look like cool Celtic pri priestesses and he just looks like some basic dude. Like he's the cool dude from whatever office he works in and this is his hobby. No, he looks like the local bin man. <laughs> yeah, or something like that, man. <laughs> They need to do something with him. Change his haircut or something. Put him in perhaps... Real, no rich, clothes. Yeah, or, or ritualistic face paint. Just something. He needs to be part of the fantasy, part of the ritual. Right now, he just looks like the sacrifice. Uh, but there is still time to change all of this. I hope they do because there is a lot of potential here. Yeah, very good points. Well done. Thank well, you, sir. I don't, I'm sorry I forgot to pin, but we do, have, <laughs> we, we do have a point to make Five at the five. end. Anyway, Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Peeps. Switzerland and X. Ooh. Uh, the Swiss have something of a renaissance lately, having two top five results after a grotesque 25-year meltdown. So speaking on behalf of my beloved Eurobliss colleagues here, we had high hopes for their choice this year to maintain their success rate. So we've got 28-year-old Swiss singer-songwriter Marius Bear, who to me sounds like a porn star. Uh, <laughs> this is like marmalade sandwiches. <laughs> 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 he was internally selected, ah, you put me off, by a panel of 100 Swiss viewers and a team of international experts. His song, Boys Do Cry, was dropped on March the 8th, and the, if the preview video is anything to go by, somebody needs to take the poor guy shopping for some decent clothes. Anyway, this is a bit of a weepy. It's very sweet and very melancholy, rather like a John Lewis Christmas ad. You need tissues for this. In my room lives a boy who could be blue, and you might never know. Oh, oh, you think he's cavalier? He would share more than a crocodile tear if you go. Oh, oh. Hearts 
say got broken God only knows why And sometimes Aeroplanes Fall down from the sky And mountains They crumble And rivers They run dry And oh Oh, oh Boys do I mean, it's all about his voice. If he can sing like that live, then it'll be quite charismatic. I don't know. In a year of very strong ballads, I just don't think this measures up. It's not bad at all, but the contrast between a slightly husky smoke smoker voice combined with a sweet melody and classical orchestration just sounds too much like a Pixar movie soundtrack to me. It just doesn't reach me. You never know. It's not a bad song per se, and maybe they can do something impactful live and create a moment. But as it stands, it's a no from me. I think Switzerland's epic run of the last three years uh, with two of uh, John's Tears songs and uh, Luca Honey in 2019 um, has come to an end. Is it over already? Yeah. I think it's gone. Yeah. It was short, but sweet. I mean, it's a sweet song, but I think it's kind of got lost. And Switzerland doesn't have a great kind of following for attracting voters anyhow traditionally which is weird because it's central europe i know but it's like the country everyone kind of skips over and forgets unless they've got an epically good song somebody said on youtube his voice reminds me of louis armstrong and bruce springsteen at 28 years old um anyway it's a no from me i'm afraid oh oh sorry marius we love you georgia Oh, Georgia. Our next, on the 14th of November last year, the Georgian broadcaster announced that Circus Mercus had been internally selected for Eurovision in Turin. Now, any band called Circus Mercus already gets my vote. Now, Georgia, as you all know, they're the bad boys of Eurovision. They do their own thing, which is a good thing. 
or a great thing, but the downside is they never seem to get good scores. But you know what? I don't think they care because it will always save the expense of hosting. Now, as soon as the ban was announced last year, I did some YouTubing and I discovered that this slot are actually very hip and kind of cool. So I've been a bit silly excited to hear their song. It's called Lock Me In. It was released on March the 9th and it definitely wins the prize for the most creative video clip, which was a blank screen with the words, the artist condemns Russia's invasion of Ukraine. So we love you, Circus Mercus. They're a Georgian progressive rock band formed in 2020 in Tbilisi. Three Circus Academy dropouts who became friends, left the circus to start their own band. In other words, I'm shit on the trapeze, so I'll sing instead. And intriguingly, their identity is currently seemingly unknown, which enhances their mystique. Now, stick with this because it's fun. Show me what you got. On the counter, from the ground up now. Here we come as we are now. Mama said, not you show what you are. Step it up now, get it done now. I hate what you got. Shoot it to the stars, to the top now. Cross the moon and down. We're here till we blow up. Trying hard, we'll not get you really far. Mix it up now. It's alright, pal. George's <laughs> Love City Groove. <laughs> if they perform that well, this 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 could be a ooh, the Cheval Noir. This is another grower for me. Uh, the first time I heard it, I thought WTF. Go on, uh, say it. Go on, say it. I can't. I'm no. sorry. I'm a Catholic boy. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't say it. But um, 
God, this is going to stand out. It's just absolutely... Daniel, can you hear us ploughing its own Georgian furrow? And mm-hmm. after so many disastrous songs in previous years, which has been a bit miserable, uh, especially last year's uh, effort, this is a breath of fresh air. Uh, I'll be really, 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 really disappointed if this does not get to the final. Now, this could actually be my number one spot if it had visuals. Uh, just like with Norway, this has artistic merit, while at the same time playing with the borders of accessibility. Do things really have to be formulaic and predictable to be accessible and fun? Although Norway is more on the pop side of the spectrum, uh, and this is more experimental, funky prog rock. Eurovision can be anything, so why not try and do something different and creative with the format? This song is a very successful explosion of creative fun. It's exciting, silly, and yet kind of cool and credible. I absolutely love the song for Eurovision. Thank you so much, Circus Mirkus. But as much as I love the song, it is also... Uh, very personality and attitude driven and Eurovision is audiovisual so I'm reserving judgment a bit until we get the visual part it's one of the hardest entries to predict because pretty much almost anything could happen which speaks to the creative strength of the song I really hope they can will deliver this needs to be in the final so we shall see well, that's espresso word, didn't it, love? I tell you. You said successful. Successful. You said successful. <laughs> I, I can honestly vouch for that. Here you well, did. You know, yeah. Uh, what can we well do? done, George. We love you. Cyprus are next. Hmm. This will be Cyprus's 36th Eurovision since their debut in 1981. They've had very little joy through the years, although they had a temporary breath of fresh air in 2018, thanks to Eleni and Fuego. Now, this year we've got 27-year-old Greek-German singer Andromash Dimitropoulou, I think, who was internally selected by the Cypriot broadcaster to represent her country. Now, the promo poster has her pouting and looking forlorn while perched aloft a little wooden boat wearing a little splendid but unpractical bridal gown with a massive bunch of decorative yellow jasmine of four of her lovely self. It's all very romantic and ethereal, rather like the cover of a Vogue magazine. This is one of six songs that's going to be sung this year in a hybrid of English and another language, in this case, of course, Greek. And, um, yeah, it's the first time we get to hear some Greek on the stage for five years, so welcome back that one. The bookmakers currently have this around 50 to 1, which is about 16th out of the 40. Guess how many people it took to write this song? <laughs> is it 10 again? It's 10 again! Hey, 10! Bless them all! Bless them all! It's called Ella, which means come! <laughs> You've got a filthy mind. Both of you. Melodies ringing through my head when you lay eyes on me. The rushes from above, it feels so heavenly. Come and judge me up like electricity. My remedy. All in my, in my head, all in my lucid dreams. Take my pain away. Hey, la, la, hey, la, la. Stay in a good 
So you've just breathed a bit of life into that song for me. Uh, I like it now. Who wants to go first? Oh, I can go. Okay. Or, I mean, would you like to go, Mr. Dallas? No, you're such a shrinking violent. <laughs> <laughs> um, so first Georgia and now Cyprus. I feel like I am in Eurovision heaven. Oh, I'm she goes again. <laughs> I'm so happy that Cyprus is bringing something like this. It's Cyprus... very crowded in heaven, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Cyprus sounding like Cyprus. Uh, it's reminiscent of bops of maybe like 15 years ago, but an upgraded, elegant version. So thank you, Cyprus, so much for bringing this. I actually love almost everything about it. The melody throughout is absolutely lovely and she sings it beautifully, delicately. The song doesn't need any more than that. Uh, the beat gives priority to the melody. I definitely want to dance. But it's not like booty shaking like with Albania. This is more of a sway, a shaking of the shoulders, but it's just as effective. I love it. One of my absolute favorites this year. Mm. All credit to Cyprus for after four or five years of trying to second guess Western popular music tastes with <laughs> with Fuego and Tamta replay and um, and Diablo. It's like you know what's that got to do with Cyprus? <laughs> uh, and suddenly here you are going back to your roots again. And this is I'm not as wild about it, Juan, as you are. I think this has a very creditable claim for a place in the final, and I expect to see it qualifying in the lower uh, regions of the five to ten uh, places in semi-final two. Thank you. <laughs> Belgium are next. Ooh! Uh, they've given us some sublime and creative stuff of late. They were 19th last year with Hoover Phonic uh, and The Wrong Place. This year they've internally selected 21-year-old singer and footballer <laughs> Jeremy Macchiese who hails from Antwerp he won the voice Belgique last year which ultimately gave him his ticket for Turin the song has been written by the lovely lad and a couple of his mates it's called Miss You um, if you notice this has been quietly sneaking up the bookmakers odds over the last few days uh, loads of praise uh, and comments uh, from our friends on YouTube uh, bookmakers rating to finish around 12th lovely voice uh, although I've got to say, Belgium aren't always reliable when it comes to staging, but we live in hope. Come on, Jeremy! Sometimes I feel down, sometimes I booze, sometimes I fall, sometimes I do wrong. One day I'm cool, one day I'm cold. And I've been trying to escape my past, give up on the sadness that you left behind. I've been trying to erase my mind You stay like a nightmare when I close my eyes I'm not gonna miss you now Promise I won't miss you now I'm gonna break through now I'll never hate you, never chase you Sometimes I feel good 
Sometimes I lose my mind and my soul That's when I see you And out of the blue I answer your call And I've been trying to escape my past Give up on the sadness that you left behind I've been trying to erase my mind But you're still like a nightmare And I close my eyes to bed with me voice hasn't he <laughs> the thing is um can he do it live because mm-hmm. it, it 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 sounds amazing um from what we've heard with studio microphones and all the rest of it but it, it this is real jury bait material mm-hmm. uh less appealing arguably to the tally voters but if if this is delivered vocally with confidence, and they stage it well. There's no reason why this couldn't be in the top three with the uh, the jury. Certainly for the semi-final. Um, I mean, I think it will qualify, uh, but I think it's quite a hard one to call this one, just because there's so much uncertainty about the performance. Which which one? Which uh, semi-final is he in? Uh, he's in semi-final Second number half, number, two. Sem- number two. Yeah, Ooh, along with Poland. And this song for me is not up there with the best this year. For me, it gets a little bit repetitive and I find myself sort of drifting in and out of attention. Consciousness. Or consciousness. (laughs) But like Mark said, if he can perform this live, it could be amazing. I do worry slightly. He seems young and this song requires quite a mature and experienced voice. Can he pull it off live? If he does, it would be all the more impressive. At the moment, it is a borderline qualifier for me. I want to see him qualify. I think he'll do very well. I think he'll do some nice staging like Loik. Loik. <laughs> That's the word I'm trying to find. UK's next. Ooh, oh, no. Lately, the UK have been doing these bizarre, stupid international songwriting camps to choose our song. However, this year the responsibility was moved over to a music management company called TAP. Music, so we the fans, that's me, uh, we've been promised some improvement on our recent results, which, let's face it, 
couldn't be any worse. So with that in mind, we've been on tenterhooks, or at least I have, for our song selection this year, and wow, they made us wait. Other than a few whispers through the great rhyme, there was absolutely no news about our representative until Thursday, March the 9th, when it was announced at 10 o'clock in the morning, out of the embers, you see what I've done there, that 32-year-old Sam Ryder is going to go to Turin with his co-written song called Space Man. Sam, of course, made his name during lockdown, singing snippets of famous songs on something called TikTok, with his lovely long hair and beard. He's got a very biblical vibe, rather like a sort of blonde Conchita. And it seems he's going to resurrect British hopes. Have we risen from the dead? Let's check it out! If I was an astronaut, I'd be floating in midair. And a broken heart would just belong to someone else down there I would be the center of my lonely universe But I'm only human and I'm crashing in the dark That we might actually get our first points of the decade with that <laughs> song. And I've forgotten what it feels like to actually like my own country song. And I'm totally behind it. But I'm sitting encircled by hatred here. And I'm quite surprised. So I'll let Juan go first. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Bearing in mind that I do have a sock in my hand, which I might have to gag him with. But okay, you'd like so... that, wouldn't you? Oh. 
Sounds like a good time. Don't threaten me with a good time. With anyway. a sock. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start off with the positives. We keep saying that to be successful in Eurovision, you have to have a song that people either love or hate. And I absolutely hate this. This is not my kind of music at all. But I still think it could be the UK's best result in a long time because there will be people who love it. I hate um, you, bitch. <laughs> I saw a video of him performing this live. I say live with quotation marks because it sounds like they have processed him in the studio quite a bit. When he sings the high notes in the chorus, I was expecting him to kind of belt it out, scream it out, because it's the climax of the song. But he only gently resonates his falsetto. That's not what the song calls for. It becomes anticlimactic. Uh... But I was happily surprised by his stage presence. He seems like a really likable guy, comfortable in front of the camera, always has a big smile on his face without it being annoying. Uh, and I love it when he shakes his hair. He reminds me a bit of like Janis Joplin for some reason. But in comparing him to Janis Joplin, we come upon another problem. The disconnect with the lyrics and who he is as an artist and how conservative the song is. I think he wants to portray himself as someone who's like lived and seen some shit, man. Uh, but I just don't believe him as an artist singing this. He comes off... As this annoying friend, like when you're a teenager who's just discovered Hair the Musical and suddenly thinks he's a hippie, tried a bit of pot and going like, oh yeah, I'm so out there, I'm in space, man. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but you know what? Some people just want to see a nice young man sing a pleasant song. Not everything has to be challenging or interesting. Sometimes it's nice to just switch off your brain and let the safety and comfort of the mind-numbingly familiar just wash over you. I think the pro I think the problem for the constituency uh, that you belong to, Andy, of Ow! of the UK Ow! people in the UK desperately wanting to do well is that after so many years in the desert, when something that is pretty half decent comes along, there's a danger of overreaction, which is oh, at last we may have a winner on our hands. Um, have I been duped? Uh, no, I don't think you've been duped at all. I, I think you've just it, been starved. I think it's a very <laughs> sweet but rather basic song. Uh, I do like Juan have slight worries about whether he can really hit those notes with the searing intensity that the song requires. Um, the chat rooms are full of other things like um, should his hair be long and flowing or in a bun or whatever uh, or whatever. <laughs> uh, some people are predicting this to be potential winner. I I'm, don't. I think we need a reality check here. I think I think uh, anything on the left side of the scoreboard will be very, very welcome. And I'd love to be surprised. Well, I'm up in space, man, all right? <laughs> I am. I'm with it all the way. And I'm very, very excited. So thank you very much, Sam. And uh, yeah, I absolutely love you. Uh, Greece are next. Mm. Cheery title. <laughs> Uh, this will be the country's 44th entry, and they've always been praised for giving us something that sounds Greek. This year, we have 25-year-old Amanda Tenfjord, born in Norway, which is not anywhere near Greece. She's co-written her Eurovision song. It's called Die Together, which will be sung in English. It leans more towards Eurovision's moody and gloomy corner. It's the Eeyore of this year's contest. And I think we should make that a thing. The Eeyore prize for the gloomiest song, <laughs> don't you reckon? It's very high in the betting. The bookmakers think this is going to finish about fifth. <laughs> 
It's a very brave attempt. It's practically a cappella for the most part. And if she gets a good draw on the big note, which is bound to because, you know, I don't like it, uh, this could be another Cheval Noir. What do you reckon, boys? Actually, listen to the song first. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> in fact, shut up. La Grèce. I'm in your backseat. You are driving me crazy. You're in full control. It's like you always know so. Are you having a good time? Doesn't seem like you're all fine We don't laugh anymore And when we cry we do it on our own It's been a lovely year for us Yeah, that's what they say It's been a hell of a year And we've been living in fear Close to giving up But if we die together now We will always have each other I won't lose you for another And if we die together now I will hold you till forever If we die together, die together now I love you Say that you love me too That's the only way we can get out of this hell we made It's been a lonely year for us Yeah, that's what they say It's been a hell of a year and we've been living in fear Close to giving up But if we go first i'm not as down on this as you are although i have to say after years of ding a dong and boom bang a bang die together <laughs> certainly does take the song contest in a different direction and um, yeah um there's a friend of mine who will remain nameless but who is listening i'm sure at the moment hi who, <laughs> who who um with with Considerable credibility <laughs> thought that this might be the moment song with Ukraine going on, with people giving their lives in battle and holding each other in those bunkers as the bombs came in, that this song might suddenly become the kind of anthem of Eurovision. And um, I, I could see where it's coming from, but um, the song doesn't. <laughs> the song doesn't sort of. 
it's very nice, but it doesn't really kind of take off and go anywhere ultimately. I think she performs it very well, but the book is. I'd have had this tenth or twelfth favorite, not the fifth favorite. I, I mean, I, I do die a little when I hear it. Um, I like the production concepts with the vocoder voices and her voice basically doing a cappella at the start. Uh, there is a really lovely break that just strips down to her voice repeating a line and the guitar before going back to the chorus. Some really nice ideas, but I think they're trying to spice up what is unfortunately a very by-the-numbers composition. It's just a bit predictable for me, and it just doesn't reach me. Also... This doesn't sound Greek in the slightest. So, Absolutely. Po so points deducted for that, uh, especially after Cyprus. I mean, come on. Uh, it's polished. It's professional. It's trying to stand out, but I don't think it will be enough. It's all just a bit sad and anonymous. It might be tough for Greece to qualify this year. It's going to get 12 from Cyprus. Actually, I think they're in different semi-finals, aren't they? But if they, are, of course, if they both get through to the final, there's your 12 points. Now Austria. Ooh! Who have won twice, way back in 1966, thanks to Udo Jürgens, and in 2014, thanks to Connie Sausage. But other than that, their track record has been rather slipshod through the years. They haven't made it to a Eurovision final since 2018, so there's heavy hopes for the song this year. The Austrian broadcaster has been internally selecting their singer and song over the last few years without literally any success so it's a bit weird that they continue with the same method so this year we have a 19 year old austrian singer pia maria and i love saying that say it again <laughs> let's all say it again pia, pia maria, maria. <laughs> and 20 year old rather handsome again austrian italian dj and music producer luca mishamaya aka lumix they've teamed up together to perform their new song it's called halo now the preview video is very lush i don't know why but we need to wait to see them sing this live before we get too excited austria are going to sing in the first semi-final and there's no other song like this in the first semi-final so let's hope europe wants to dance this is halo <laughs> Sharpen your teeth. We can be CEO. Yeah, you already know. Yeah, we can be the boss. Fly higher than the gods. We're not under control. And no, no, not anymore. If you'll feel me, then put your hands up. Let me be a halo. Cause we've been through hell and back in all in one night. Let me be a halo. Cause heaven can wait for us to finish the fight. And I'm stronger than the angels. Don't feel us in danger. And now we'll bring 
Mmm, nice. That's a very jolly, energetic, <laughs> upbeat song which will stand out in semi-final Wind one. him uh, up. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's great. I mean, I, I, I love its energy and its freshness. Uh, and it's great that Austria does have a chance to, after some rather sleepy songs, uh, since Luan, DC and Zoe of 2018. So I think they've got a fighting chance of, of uh, qualification with this. I don't see it doing particularly well in the grand final if it makes it, but it's a very welcome addition in a year full of slow songs. Yeah. Yes. I say wow. And I say that with mixed feelings. <laughs> I was not expecting this. When I first heard it, I was so overwhelmed by the like oompa oompa trashiness of it all. I didn't really know what to think. This has become a massive guilty pleasure for me. I love when she goes like, we can be CEOs. What does that even mean? Uh, anyway, absolute trash, absolute Eurovision <laughs> filth. And I love it. Because filth and trash are your middle names, yes, is that right? I think so, yeah. My family name, thank you. <laughs> La Suede. La Suede. Oh my. For once, I can actually go, ooh. Let's not give the game away, but isn't it nice to have a female soloist standing oh, there singing for Sweden? You have just given the game away. <laughs> this year's MF was a little different in that it didn't do its what, usual like motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this year's MF motherfucker was a little different in that it didn't do its usual tour of the country. All the heats and the final took place in the capital, which is called Stockholm, for a change. Uh, and given that it's such a musical event, and help me out here, I've got to say, honestly, it's... It's become so formulaic and dull, oh, isn't it? Yeah, it's the I, same old, same old, same old year after year. I didn't year. actually watch it this year. I just didn't. I just had enough. I, I, I couldn't even be bothered. But oddly, a good song won. Uh, there was 12 songs in the final, and winning was long-time favourite, 30-year-old Cornelia Jacobs, Jacobs, mm -hmm. Jacobs. Uh, she won the jury vote, but she finished second with the public vote. But that was enough for her to score the points she needed to represent Sweden. She's co-written this song, it's called Hold Me Closer, and instantly it became the third favourite with the bookmakers. Uh, and I think this is, is this the first Eurovision Song Contest ever without Thomas Giesen or Frederick Schemper. Hopefully they're dead. The chorus of the song sounds a lot like <laughs> Lady Gaga's Shallow, and not for the first time will the Swedes be accused of plagiarism. Check it out. No need to apologize. Cause there's nothing to regret. Well, this is not what I wanted. Guess all the good things come to an end. So, baby, bye bye. Wish you the best. But most of all, I wish that I could love you less. Well, maybe you're right, I'll find someone else You say it isn't me, but when did that ever help? Hold me closer, although you leave before the sunrise Might be bleeding, but don't you mind, I'll be fine Oh, it kills me, I found the right one at the wrong time But until the sunrise, hold tight Maybe it happened too fast I guess that I understand 
some quiche here um, um yes i like that song it, it's a return to form after a long time of delivering plastic predictable mm. rubbish and uh, male soloists oh. as well in fact the last female soloist to occupy the stage for sweden was sanna nielsen in 2014 that's a long Ooh. time it's eight years um People are talking about this as a potential winner, which is slightly shocking. Who are these people? Yeah, no, they are. They're, they're, name them. Name them. Uh, is it Susan? Is it Mark Dowd? No, no, no. I, you see, I, I, I think this is a very um, credible song. I think she delivers it with great intimacy and authenticity. And I see this ending somewhere between third and fifth, I think, at the moment. So um, fourth, basically. Yeah, well, the problem is that, as we all know, <laughs> the Swedes tend to cut and paste everything they do at MF mm. um, <laughs> and take it to the stage. And, and, and the, the, the minimalist staging here with just her, with a kind of dark backdrop, with a green sort of globe oh, you know the sun isn't green what is that green thing i don't know but um i mean the minimalist thing worked for barbara pravi last year because it was all about her i don't think cornelia jacobs quite has that barbara presence all. on the stage so i i'm not saying it's a winner but i'm saying it's very solid top five yes Take that MF to the stage. Uh, <laughs> some, like you said, some people think it's going to win. I am not one of those people. I do, however, like the presentation and the artist. I, mean, I say presentation, her presentation. Uh, the entire Why? Uh, uh, the entire Ooh. package has an alternative paired back slant that gives a feeling of otherness in Melodifestivalen. But in Eurovision, that feeling severely fades and the song becomes yet another mid-tempo pop song. 
However, since the mamas, it feels like Sweden are beginning to steer away from like the super polished plastic pop they were sending for so long. And this is definitely a step in the right direction. I actually think this is quite good and should absolutely be good enough to qualify. I don't think it will be troubling the top 10 though, but that might be that it's just my kind of, not my kind of song. Uh... Men gratis Sverige, det här är faktiskt ett, ett väldigt bra val. Oh, off she goes. <laughs> Hej då. It was, it's a great song in a very weak field for me. And yeah. I was, even the song that came second, which actually won the public votes, I was cringing. I had my hand up. Anyway. It was definitely the right winner. I mean, definitely. Absolutely. Iceland. Woohoo! Woo! Woo! Mm, positivity. The only Scandinavian country yet to register a Eurovision win. Their best result came in 1999 when they came second, and again in 2009 when they came second. They've come back to life lately with a couple of excellent results, and their annual Song Vakepnin competition can be kind of quirky. The usual ten songs are fighting it out in the final, and this year we've got three folk singing, guitar strumming sisters, Sigga, Better, and Ellen, daughters of Idor, who won the competition, having trailed for the most part during the voting, and they bounced back at the last minute. Gripping, it was gripping. They won the televoting super final. They were formed in 2011. They've even played at Glastonbury, I'll have you know. Now, the song's called With the Sun Rising. It refers to the days after December's winter solstice when the sun starts to rise earlier and set later each day. <laughs> Nothing gets past me, you know. Hopefully it'll be sung in Icelandic, which gives you that haunting, atmospheric and mystical vibe. Right. 
after a couple of listens, that is absolutely beautiful. Who's first? I love the early Mark Bolan and T-Rex albums when it was just him on a guitar and some bongos. I thought it sounded like the elves playing the blues and this sounds like the elves playing country or US folk. It's just so ethereal and peaceful and the Icelandic language absolutely shines in this and I'm completely transported away. Having said that, I wish they presented themselves a bit more Icelandic or played a bit more on how otherworldly the song feels. Like with Mark Bolan, this really creates its own identity and they could really go with that rather than doing the whole country thing. Because it's not perhaps the song itself that grabs you, but the atmosphere and the world that is created. Anyway, I love this and I really hope Europe does as well. I would love to see it in the final. Ooh. Oh, I love this too, but I didn't love it the first time, and that's my problem with it. It needed three or four listens before it absolutely took me, but it it creates this mood, um, the mystery of the language. I don't really know what they're talking about. I had to check the lyrics. but It's it, about a sun rising. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's all very <laughs> Celtic and pagan and, and the northern lights. And... I mean, not when you look at them. Yeah, that's the thing. If you listen to the song with the sound turned down, you yeah. think, oh, is this from Louisiana? And they're doing a Tammy Wynette number or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly, and, exactly. and there's a slight kind of um, confusion between sound and image here. But um, I, listen, this isn't winning the Eurovision Song Contest. And it probably, if it gets through, will be only the ninth or tenth place, I'd have thought, in the semi final it's in. But fingers crossed for Iceland. One of I my favourites. I really, really hope so. I will cry if it doesn't get through. I will. There'll be wetness in my eyes. We've got just three more songs to go. So we've done 37 already. Listen to my voice. Listen to my oh voice. My Portugal's next. Woohoo! <laughs> we were quite in tune then. Uh, one of the highlights of the Eurovision calendar is the Portuguese Festival do Cansao. Gives us all the opportunity to listen to another batch of beautiful, poetic Portuguese tunes and as ever this year there was two semi-finals and a grand final which this year was the very last of all the national finals on March the 12th just before the deadline finishing at quarter to two on a Sunday morning when everybody who is not Portuguese is tucked up in bed winning both her semi-final and the grand final and getting maximum points from both the jury and the televote was 28 year old Maro short for Mariana and her co-written entry <laughs> Saudade, I think. Thank you very much. Which, according to my Google Translate, is one of those words that actually does not have a direct translation. But we're going with longing or yearning. It's it a seems. very Portuguese word. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's a fine slice of unique Portuguese cool. Marrow sits in between four lady friends and they harmonise beautifully. And the bookmakers, if you've noticed this as well, are rating this to sneak into the top ten. So come now and join me on the beach sipping a cocktail. I've tried to
momento que trago conmigo Fue siempre una puerta de abrigo Portuguese uh, finals always really intrigue me because I can never guess the winner and I never I would have guessed that was going to be the winner but now that it's won it's obviously the winner I agree. do you know what I mean yeah I absolutely agree um, thank goodness Portugal has escaped the kind of sleepiness of um, O Jardim and Medus do Sentir uh, after oh, beautifully said. I mean, after Salvador's <laughs> historic win, they kind of went to sleep for two years. And even actually last year, Love is on My Side was a little bit on the quiet, sleepy side, was elevated beautifully by magnificent staging. This one is, um, this is class, this is, is, is quality. Um, it, it has a mood and a sort of transcendent beauty about it which is not dissimilar to the Iceland song we've just heard and um, I can't even remember whether they're both in the same semi-final but for God forbid either in the semis or in the grand final keep these 20 places apart if possible uh, because I mean you really don't want these singing next to each other but let's hope they both get to the final I completely agree I really want both of these in the final it's funny that we are listening to these after each other because they are doing quite similar things I love the song. I love the peaceful yet colorful, colorful, colorful <laughs> atmosphere it has. If Iceland is ethereal, this is a bit more earth, the soil that music grows out of. This has a bit more of a younger feel while at the same time feeling quite like traditionally Portuguese. I do have some qualms, though. Uh, just like with Victoria from Bulgaria, I feel our lovely singer is perhaps a bit young and has found something that works for her and that she feels comfortable in and she sticks to that for dear life. She has this very airy, almost whispered style that works really well in the beginning of the song. But we need to hear a bit more of who she is, especially in a song like this. So she needs to sing out a bit more, especially in the chorus... I also wish I didn't quite understand the lyrics in English. The English lyrics seem to basically be explaining the word saudade for us. Uh, this is a very 
typically Portuguese word, which is a bit like the French doing a song about the meaning of ooh-la-la or the Spanish about olé or, I mean, you get the point. <laughs> I love it, though. I hope it qualifies. Honestly, at this point, I'm not really sure who I'm leaving out of the final. Interesting. So um, we've got two songs left, and not for the first time have Armenia been very slow in supplying us with their choice. Now, the rule states, and I don't know why I know this, um, but the artists must be chosen before the March deadline. So you would assume that would include also the song. However, in both Armenia and Azerbaijan, springtime has come late this year. So we have two more songs to go. Firstly, Armenia, who announced that 21-year-old Rosa Lynn, she sounds very Armenian, uh, was chosen to represent her country before the deadline. And then on the 19th of March, five days after the deadline, her song was dropped. It's called Snap. It's absolutely not to do with a card game or the sound you hit, mates, when you bend over too quickly. Or is that just me? <laughs> Relatable content. <laughs> Let's hear it. It's 4 a.m. I can't turn my head off. Wishing these memories will fade and never do. Turns out people lie They said just snap your fingers As if it was really that easy for me to get over you I just need time Snapping one, two I'm writing a song Said this is the last one How many last songs are left? I'm losing count Since June 22nd My heart's been on fire I've been spending my nights in the rain Trying to put it out So I'm snapping one, two Stop talking to people before I snap, snap, snap. Oh, I might stop talking to people before I snap. Snapping one, two, where are you?
Oh, come on, it's not that, that was, bad. That was Armenia. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, it's sad. When a country's away for a year, you want it to come back with a pang, not a whimper. Mm. Uh, this this country snap, this it? this country is saying we really don't want you to come to Yerevan next year. Um, I I call this mid-tempo blancmange. <laughs> it's like nothing. It's just like a desert of nothingness. I I you know I'm sure if I played this ten times I wouldn't be able to sing it back to you. Uh, and he says nothing about. The locality. I know we've made that point several times before about language and and musical culture and so on. But I mean, this could be anything from anywhere. Yeah. But it's nothing, and that's all I have to say about it. It's nothing from nowhere. Exactly. I would like to reiterate that point with like, if it has some Armenian flavor, at least that would be some kind of identity. But yeah, it's like a drab nothing. If someone had asked me where. Is this song from? I would say maybe Denmark, Austria, Switzerland, and it feels like a team of songwriters came up with this song. Someone put this girl in a bunch of basic H and M clothes, gave her a guitar, and said, "You're a singer songwriter now," and it just doesn't feel authentic in the slightest. The song is middle of the road and so bland. Non-qualify. It's an non-qualifier. Oof, isn't it? it would yeah. struggle so hard to qualify. Well, I've got to say we've maintain our voices although i'm getting a bit hoarse uh, we've got through four bottles of uh, prosecco the quiche is empty uh, there's no wet wax left all the tissues are all on the floor in heaps and uh, we've got one more song to go which is a song from azerbaijan last but not least the land of fire now, you'll have noticed throughout our magnificent preview shows that most of the singers are singing their own songs this year and we now have the azerbaijan entry written by swedes <laughs> for which they must be punished standing out from the rest like a sore thumb the singer is splendidly handsome I'm going to say that again splendidly handsome <laughs> Nadia Rustemli who was born in Azerbaijan in 1999 he won the voice in Azerbaijan last year which gave him his ticket to Turin this will be his country's 14th entry since their debut in 2008. They always sing in English, I don't know why, but they have a good pedigree. They've been in the top five five times. Of course, they've won once in 2011. Um, let's see if we think it's up to scratch. It's called Fade to Black. Can't you stay? Do you really want a part of this one so sweet reverie? You back all slowly through the door. You always go and blame the weather, the weather. It hurts so fast When love goes bad Until at last We fade to black In the now, 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 now Wait 
need some time to fix this, can't you wait? We can't afford to mess this, you go slowly through the door. You always go and blame the weather, the weather. It hurts so fast when love goes bad until at last we fade to black. And I'm You see, for me, I watched the video, I don't even hear the song. I'm just too busy just, like, falling in love with him. He's gorgeous! That's after four bottles of Prosecco. He's so easily distracted. Well, thankfully, some of us are here to talk about the music and songs. <laughs> um, unfortunately, there's not an awful lot to say about this. It's yet another one of those rather slow, sad, rather introspective male um, songs from this year. And... Um, you know, it, it's so unusual to have countries like Armenia and Azerbaijan, the last two songs we feature, which traditionally, between them, provide at least one top ten song, and in some good years have two top ten finishes. Uh, they've only been in the competition since the noughties, but this is probably combined going to be their worst ever year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, they hate each other as countries, Nagorno-Karabakh and all that, but they need to go back to the drawing board and start digging into some local inspiration mm -hmm. and, and, and send something real and ethnic and authentic. Um, True. Nadir? No, dear. Uh, <laughs> Fade to black, the best thing that could ever happen to yes. yes, dear. Um, there are so many strong male ballads this year. So to stand out, you really need to be excellent. And I don't know, this just isn't that. And instead of going for their cultural identity, they're just going generic. I think this will really struggle to qualify. Wow, so uh, we've just previewed 40 songs. Between now and the contest itself, there's going to be lots of promotions, tours, revamps, remixes, blah, 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 blah. And the delegations are going to arrive into Turin about two weeks before the contest to do all the rehearsals, and then the bookmakers will weave their magic. Is it too early to know what you two are going to do on the big night? I don't know. A little modest gathering in Manchester, I think, with my new border collie dog. <laughs> and what's your favourite song from Eurovision 2022, including the national finals? 
Um, so including the national finals and all the 40 uh, qualifying songs yeah. as well, my favourite song is Poland, River. Really? Okay. Oh, so including the national finals, my favourite song is actually Rigoberta from Benidorm, Ay Mama. Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I haven't recovered from it not qualifying and I still listen to it and it's the one song, I mean, after the first time I heard it, I thought, what just happened? And you listen to it again and again and again and it's got everything you want in a Eurovision song. It's got two strips, it's a builder and it's got, oh. Mm. I think it would have been in a very like important um, entry in the Eurovision. Unfortunately, it wasn't to be. So we've done a little game here. We've, we're trying to gauge how well we know each other. So we've sort of written each other's uh, top three songs in an envelope. And, and we're gonna a wooden spoon <laughs> song. So basically... Do you, do you I can't talk anymore. Yeah, so Here's basically... <laughs> so the idea is, because we think we're quite good at predicting each other's tastes, we've got our each... Others top three uh-huh. plus the wooden spoon, the song that you hate the most. So um, we have these envelopes which are now going to be opened up live. Ooh, Ooh. Lord hide. So I will say first of all, I will open mine for Andy and Juan, and you tell me what I got right and what I got wrong. Okay, so okay, so for you, results. for you, I had one UK, number one UK. Two Poland and three the Netherlands, and I for the worst song had Denmark. Um, how much of that you, was what, right? What did you? Uh, you got none of it right, but you got one song in there. Okay, well, yeah. Okay. So that's not bad. Okay. So uh, this is what you think. Well, right? This is what you what you think of what yeah, I think. So, I I thought Andy had as number three, I don't know what I was thinking, <laughs> Cyprus. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. I had number two, Italy, and number one, Holland. And I had a last place, Bulgaria. You don't, how long have I known you? I don't know. I don't, you don't know me at all. You should you know me better than that by me. So how many did you get right? Song. How many did you get right? None. None right. Okay. No. So uh, my favorite this year is Estonia. Oh. What? <laughs> Followed by the UK, Shame which is a you. country, and oh my Poland. God. Okay, so I got two of your I got three. Two. Yeah. You did, you did. Yeah. But in yeah. the wrong oh order. And your worst song? And my worst song is Greece. I hate oh, it. Oh, that's surprising. Oh my God, that's so surprising. surprising what, yeah. For Juan, this is what I have for you, Juan. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I, your <laughs> top three. Well, let, me, let me just prick my, because I can't remember. Let me okay, I had one... France. Nope. <laughs> nope. Two, Ukraine. Absolutely not. Three, Georgia. Nope. <laughs> oh, my God, you're totally wrong. And worst, Denmark. Nope. <laughs> right. Well, obviously, I really know your taste very yeah. well. Juan, yeah. I have okay, you. You've been bragging, saying okay. you got my mind right. Okay, let's Three, go. Three, Albania. Yes. <laughs> you got that right. What? Yes. Two, Iceland. Nope. One, Portugal. Nope. Last okay, place. go for it. Last place? What was uh, last, last place? place? I've got you as uh, Latvia. Nope. So should I say what I got? Yeah. Okay, last place, Malta. Uh, number three, Albania. My number two, San Marino. My number one, the Netherlands. Wow. I don't know who you are anymore. <laughs> you used to be my friend. And so let's guess what Mark got. Oh, where's, the, okay. where's, my, where's my so Mark one? So I have Mark as number three, the Wait. Netherlands. Where's my Mark? Where's Mark? Uh, three, the Netherlands is correct. Wait, wait, where's my Mark? Really? Yeah. Oh. Absolutely correct. Yeah, 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 Mark. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, two, uh, Stab in the Dark, Iceland. 
Yes. What? Really? Yes. <laughs> okay. Really? And one opponent? Yes. Okay. All three correct. And what's the worst song? Uh, I've got Latvia. Denmark. Oh. Almost a clean sweep. Okay, 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 so, okay. Okay, I have to show you this. I had number three for Mark, Netherlands. Yeah. The same as me. Yeah. yeah. Number two, Iceland. Yes. Get away. <laughs> and number one, Poland. <laughs> So the, I'm now feeling very predictable. <laughs> or worst, is it because no, I, we no, saw your... No, wait, wait, I had the worst. Malta. No. No. Denmark. Okay, okay, Denmark. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. We played a prank on you because <laughs> we... <laughs> you stole my envelope. No. no we no. saw your votes from all kinds of everything on the poll thing. So I, 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 I screenshot it and sent it to him. Oh. Uh, okay. So but what would you have guessed? So, no, no, so I, we I have, have my real actually, ones. My real ones. Okay. So my real one, I had number three Poland, mm -hmm. number two Netherlands, and I actually now, now that I think about it, it I realize what I did wrong. Uh, I had number one Italy, but um, I realized that you don't actually like uh, non-conservative vocals. So that's why I, I made that. It's the last minute of the song when it gets speeded yeah, up. Yeah, and, and also, yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I, I had you three Greece, two Italy, and one Poland. So, oh gosh. So we my third was your last. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, well, great yeah. Fun. Well, that yeah, was yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and what do we think is really going to happen? Okay. What? Okay. You go first, sir. Okay. I think the top four will top be. Four I think Italy will win. I think uh, the Ukraine will come second. I think Poland will come third, and I think Sweden will come fourth. I would really like to think that the UK will win, but I am famous <laughs> for not predicting I, the right no, winner. No, 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 so no, by no. me saying that, I know we're probably going to lose. Of course I not. I don't know. I've just I, seen I, some pink pigs trotters <laughs> going through the clouds. I can't see that Italy are going to win twice on the trot. Not, For me, not. it's not an instant song. I'll be disappointed in, if the Ukraine win because it's not about the song, it's about what's going on. Um, Slava Ukraine. Um, Sweden might win. I don't know. I don't know. Je ne sais pas. So I'm just going to go with, even though it was not in my favourite, like in my top three, you know, my top three changes a lot. And actually, my <laughs> top three... In my top three has been Poland for a long time. So I'm just going to go Poland because I love the entry. I love his vocals. There is so much potential. I just hope Poland's going to win. Poland, Poland, Poland. Uh, so I'm going to thank my team for their invaluable input. Thank you so much for joining me here on this wonderful sunny March evening. Uh, we wish you all an amazing Eurovision. And remember, Saturday night... By the Saturday night, all artists are going to be absolutely knackered, having been under the great duress and the spotlight for two weeks with rehearsals and interviews without the love of family and friends to guide them. So please support all of them. We'll be back uh, for our annual post-mortem at the end of May. So till then, wear face masks and have lots of sex. Tati, bye. <laughs> bye. bye. But not necessarily with masks on. <laughs> <laughs>